I'm Lori Whitney, your host. Welcome to Hoping Forward, God's Stories in Every Day. I hope you are encouraged by the stories you hear about God working in the lives of people just like you. If you enjoy what you hear, please share it with others that might be in need of some inspiration or encouragement. This is Lori. I'm recording this episode on New Year's Eve 2021 and looking forward to all that 22 should bring, will bring. Um, Hopefully the pandemic will lessen or end in the coming year. We all need to hope. We all need hope. And that is the reason for starting this podcast is hoping forward, we need to be able to find hope in our everyday lives. And a really good way to find that hope is to look for how God is working in our lives. So with this first episode, I'd like to do an introduction a little bit. I am Lori Whitney. I live just south of Atlanta, Georgia in the USA with my 21-year-old daughter, Sarah. I adopted Sarah when I was living in China and she has cerebral palsy and is a wheelchair user and there will be lots of stories about how all the adoption came about and the ways that we've seen God work in both of our lives over the past 19 and a half years that I've had her with me. And um, I hope you will be encouraged by those stories and others that I share. I'm also planning to have interviews with people who've seen God work in their lives so that hopefully we can all connect to some of those stories and see how maybe he has done some things similar in our lives. And if you have seen the Lord work in your life and bring about some unexpected things, then I hope you will reach out and share those with me so that maybe we can get you on the podcast to share your story. That would be awesome. And if you know anyone who needs the hope and encouragement that is offered in this podcast, I pray that you would share it with them, that you would um, introduce them to the podcast or to a particular story that you think might be impactful. So let me introduce myself a little bit. Excuse me, sorry. Um, I grew up in Maryland outside of Washington, D.C. and grew up going to church, but really didn't have any heart connection with the Lord and didn't really want him to be Lord of my life for a long time. It wasn't until after college in my 20s that I discovered that he wanted a relationship with me. 
and um, I will share that in this episode a little bit. So when I was in college, I had had a bad experience at a church and decided it wasn't for me anymore. I just didn't want to, didn't need to go to church and my life would be fine. Well, it really wasn't. Um, I was doing my own thing and living life the way I wanted to, which meant not a whole lot of boundaries, a lot of really bad choices. Um, And to be honest, I really wasn't very happy. I was trying to find ways to fill the empty place inside me. And um, that's where a lot of my bad choices came from, was trying to do that. When I was in my 20s, um, God just kind of reached out and grabbed hold of me. I wasn't looking for him. I wasn't desiring him to be a part of my life, but he reached out to me and started just really putting a desire in my heart to go to a church. And it sounds really weird, but the big thing I wanted was communion. Um, I had grown up in the Episcopal Church, so we did communion every week. And for some reason, I just really, really wanted that connection. So I went to the Episcopal Church that was near me. Um, I had to go to the Yellow Pages and look for it because I was living in a new town and didn't really know where anything was. And I went... It was an overpowering urge. I had to go. Um, I didn't want to go on a Sunday morning because usually I had been out way too late Saturday night doing lots of things that I shouldn't have been doing and didn't want to get up. But that week I did. And I went to an Episcopal church. I, I just remember it being really dark and the congregation being very elderly and didn't really feel like it was where I wanted to be. But I took communion and so the urge receded. Well, moving forward a few weeks, I felt the need again. I needed to go to church. I needed to be in a church. The closest one to my house was a Baptist church on campus, on a college campus. So I went there and it was very fulfilling. The service was good. It was light. It was cheerful. It was all of the things I felt like I needed. 
and it was close enough I could really just roll out of bed and get there. And um, so I went that week thinking, okay, well, I'm done. And every few weeks, I would feel that urge again. And so I would go back to that one. And I had, at the time, a boyfriend and a good friend that had both grown up in the Baptist church. And so, and they were willing to go with me sometimes, so they would go, and it was like every every Sunday when I would go, the the preacher would be speaking about something that had gone on in my life, or that I had done, or something that had meaning to me from the week before, and after I'd gone a few times. At the end, every time he would give the altar call, which I knew nothing about because that was not something we did in the Episcopal faith. Um, every time he would give the altar call, I would just be in tears. And I had no idea why. I had no idea what was going on. I couldn't stop it. And... I didn't want to be there because of it. I didn't want anybody to see me tearing up like that. Um, But one of the times that we went, I asked my boyfriend why that was happening to me. And he said, oh, well, that's the Holy Spirit. He's working on you. And... um, So I kind of brushed it off and went on and lived my life and would still go back to that church off and on and when I felt the overwhelming urge. And one Sunday when I went, it was like I was compelled. I couldn't not go up to the front um during the altar call i ha- i felt like i had to and i resisted it didn't go was still in tears but didn't go went back a few weeks later and um it happened again and this time it was like i just couldn't even i couldn't resist i couldn't I wanted the urging to stop, um, and the only way I knew was to give in and go, and so I did, and that was the day that, that I chose to let Jesus in my life, and if he had not reached out to me, I think I probably would have kept on going the way I was going. Um, I didn't have a lot of positive influences in my life as far as spiritually influences went. And um, my boyfriend at the time, he had grown up in the church and he had the head knowledge. He knew what I was experiencing, but it didn't go beyond that. 
so he was not moving in the direction toward God. He tended to pull me the other way. Um, But that day when I gave my life to Jesus and a few weeks later when I was baptized, um, were, that was a huge life-changing time. And I saw God move both in calling me to him and then also in my life outside of that, after I had decided to follow him, at that time I was really a, almost a functioning alcoholic. I was drinking all the time, I was partying, I was doing all sorts of things. And once I may at once I opened up to the relationship with Jesus, he took the desire for those things out of out of me. Um, I won't say my life changed overnight or that I <laughs> took advantage of the changes he was making in me right away, but that was really when they started. I noticed that I no longer had a desire to drink all the time or to go out and party. Um, and it was, it was a change that others noticed. It was a change that made my life better. And it was a change that could only be attributed to that new relationship with Jesus. for listening to episode one of Hoping Forward, God's Stories in Every Day. If you enjoyed the story you heard today, then I hope you will follow us and look for a new story the beginning of each month, beginning in February 2022. And if you know someone that needs the hope and encouragement that God's stories bring, I hope that you will share it with them and that you will introduce them to the podcast. Thanks again and have a beautiful 2022.